Hey everyone, welcome back to BioNexus Head Podcast, BioNexus Health Podcast. Sorry about that. Um, today we are traveling to New Jersey. I'm not traveling too far, but we are going to be speaking with Maria. Maria was referred to me by her uh, primary care physician, and uh, she has made great strides in her health and wellness. She's been through a lot for many, many years and um, has struggled through a lot of symptoms. And she's finally beginning to feel much better. And I requested her to share uh, her journey with Lyme disease and biotoxin illness, mold exposure, and lots of other symptoms that she experienced. So let's welcome uh, Maria to the show, to today's podcast. Welcome to the BioNexus Health Podcast with Dr. Jodie A. Darshaw, who holds a PhD in integrative medicine, is board certified in integrative pediatrics, an internationally recognized pioneering clinician, and author. And now here's your host of BioNexus Health Podcast, Dr. Jodie A. Dashaw. Hey, Maria, how are you today? I'm good, thank you. Good, good. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for being here. Sure. So, um, well, I don't want you to be nervous. You know, it's it's just a regular Zoom conversation, you know, with a little record button going on at the top okay. there. That That's the only difference. I can't. Oh, yeah, I can see it. Okay, fine. I'm not going to look at it. Uh-oh, did I make you conscious now? <laughs> okay, no, we're good. We're good. Good, good, good. Okay. So, um, you know, I know that if, if I recall correctly, you were uh, referred to me by your uh, primary care physician. Correct. Right. And so can you um, can you tell me what symptoms were you struggling with? What health issues were you struggling with when you came to me? Yes, I can. And I can tell you before I came to you, I was struggling with them for a very, very long time. But I was passing them off as this and that. I'm getting older. I work too much, not getting enough sleep, all that sort of thing. So my primary care knew much sooner than I did that I had the problem and she was encouraging me to get help, but I was in denial. So what the symptoms I had were the greatest symptom, uh, fatigue, incredible fatigue, headaches. Um, I developed peripheral neuropathy in my feet. I think it's about 12 years now oh. that I've had it. Mm -hmm. And it's gotten progressively worse over time. But what finally caused me to call and start this ball rolling is it got so bad that we were having a hard time managing it with just the B12 that I was taking and the alpha lymphoic acid. So my doctor felt that I might have had it a recurrent Lyme bite that caused that neuropathy to get extra prominent. Mm -hmm. um, when she took the test, I did not. I did not have an active infection, but that was the step that caused me to move forward to see what we could do because she had been encouraging me for, I would say, probably three years. I see. Seek treat, you know, alternate treatment. Yes. And you were um, aware that we will be using um, only 
all natural herbal supplements, we'll be doing additional testing, looking for the root cause, because yes. Lyme doesn't ever come along. Correct. Yes. So that's why you are my practitioner, because you do the herbal natural approach. And as we know, people that have the issues that we have of biotoxin illness can very well have um drug sensitivities. So why would we want to go that path if we don't have to? So I'm very glad that you were available. As far as I could tell, you're the only one that I could find that was offering this type of protocol. Yes, you mean completely natural. Yes. Options yes. for mold illness. Yes. 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 Yeah, I had to come up with that to help my son. And yes, you, you know, like you mentioned, uh, people with uh, biotoxin illness or mold illness can get multiple chemical sensitivities, right? Sensitivities to many food, food items, dietary issues, of course, you know, pharmaceutical drug sensitivities as well. So natural protocols work, uh, uh, work well for people with all of those sensitivities. Yeah. Yes. So we did a lot of testing for you, and we actually uncovered uh, infections and toxins and, you know, environmental issues. Um, so can you touch a little bit upon that? You know, uh, did you, were you shocked to see uh, everything that was going on in that little body of yours? I was, as I said, I was in denial for a long time. Um, when I came to you, I was at the point, well, I hope you find something, right? And so I could be treated. I wasn't expecting what we found. And I was like, wow, like how can a body function with all those contaminants right. that are not uh, positive in any way? Um very detrimental findings. And um, I was shocked to realize that a body can still function somewhat with all of that. But I was, I don't want to say I was happy, but I was kind of relieved because it justified what I was feeling. And a lot of people who see me and meet me don't realize that I'm having health issues. I, mm -hmm. On the outside, I look relatively healthy. Some days I look tired, as any person would look tired who had a demanding job and other obligations in life, as we all do. So I was glad that I was at a place where treatment would be available to me. And maybe I could feel like a normal person again. Wonderful. Yes. So shall we talk um, about the improvements you saw with your, um, with your gut, mm -hmm. with your uh, neuropathy, with your sleep? Yes. So um, my gut issues... I didn't realize I had gut issues. So, well, you know, when I found out I had the infections, I, I said to myself, well, I have a pretty strong gut because mm -hmm. from entrance to exit, in my mind, that was one body function that was working well. Um, or so I thought I didn't have pain. I didn't have discomfort. 
I probably had bloating, but I had ex uh, accepted that over time. So I didn't know that was an issue. I was not in pain. Uh, now we had our testing. We found out from eight infections, I went to four. And during that time, I have found that things are working better when I wasn't expecting them to work better. So by definition, my, my gut is functioning better. And I know that based on my bowel habits and also I had intense sugar cravings all the time. I'm not going to say they're gone. <laughs> it would be a lie, but they have receded somewhat. So that's also a positive sign that my gut is feeling better. And I know we have more work to do, but we are getting there. Also, I suffered from great headaches. Um, I always had a headache. I always blamed it on sinus. We found out that I had a heavy duty nasal infection with biofilm and uh, resistant bacterial growth that you fixed for me. That was such a huge improvement because I had so much pressure all through my sinuses, but I was not congested. So I could blow my nose. I could, uh, there was nothing to blow. I could go to a doctor and the doctor would say, well, your, your nasal passages are clear. You know, you don't, you know. but it wasn't really because there was those bacteria and whatnot that had made their little home in there. They were very comfortable. And uh, we knocked them right out of the ballpark. It, it took a little while, but I can tell the difference. So my headaches are better. And I think I still get little ones, but not what I had. They were so heavy duty. And my whole face felt uncomfortable from pressure related to my nose. So mm -hmm. that's a huge improvement. Um, the neuropathy in my feet were still working on. I mean, it's not gone. I'd like to say it is, but we're still working on that. Um, I'm hoping as these um, bacteria and infections and so on detoxify, eventually those nerve endings will heal. But we're still detoxing. So I think we have a little ways more to go before. That was the first real thing that came forward. So it's probably going to be the last thing to leave. To leave. Yes. So, yeah. But overall, my fatigue, I still have fatigue, but it's not overwhelming like it was. And now I've learned how to manage it better because I think we discussed once I was feeling so much better at one point that I started behaving in a very active manner. And then I had a setback in terms of fatigue because I overdid it, not realizing that. I had to go slow. I got too excited. But um, now I understand how to handle my extra energy and when I when it comes and I use it appropriately and I do not exhaust myself. That's really good to know, you know, and you 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 touch upon a very important point is uh, overdoing it after feeling better, mm -hmm. you know, after being ill for so many years for the first time you you feel halfway normal you know you're like all right I'm gonna go out there and and do what I always like to do you know I mean I don't blame you because um 
after being given, uh, I believe you mentioned, you know, to me that uh, all, all of these depressing diagnoses like Sjogren's and Hashimoto's and Lyme disease and osteoporosis and, you know, uh, chronic fatigue and what have you, uh, you finally found, we ran all the relevant labs and we, we finally found, I won't say all, but most of the root causes Yes. And we have been addressing those mm -hmm. and you have been slowly, um, you know, but surely feeling better. So yes. that's good. That's very good. Your uh, immune system has healed really well as well. You, you also mentioned that you're now able to sweat much better. Yes. Prior to coming to you, um, my body, when I was a little kid, I used to sweat through my head and my feet, never my armpits. Mm. After, um, I think after uh, puberty, most females can sweat through their armpits. I would never sweat through my armpits. Um, it would have to be like really hot and humid and I'd have to exert myself before. So I know I had the right sweat glands. They just weren't producing. Um since being on your protocol, I started sweating through my face and then later normally in normal appropriate situations through my armpits. Mm -hmm. So that's a mixed blessing because part of it was nice to not sweat because without the sweat, you don't have body odor, but the body has sweat glands for a reason and they're meant to be yes. used because it is a way of excreting toxins. So I'm glad that my body is working appropriately. I only sweat through my face now on my forehead if it's very hot in the summer. I don't know if it was um, some of the, uh, the start of the protocol and my body wasn't used to it that mm -hmm. caused that sweating, but I don't have that now. And if I do, it's very little on the forehead, but at least my armpits behave normally now so that's a very good thing and that's not something you really think about you know like you just take for granted if they never worked the way other people do you say oh well great I, I don't have body odor but really you need it you need it so it's I'm normal. glad that my body is functioning mm -hmm. or starting to function appropriately yes your um cardiac symptoms, the heart. Yes, yes. I was diagnosed with a form of tachycardia. And um, now I don't, they say it never goes away per se, the diagnosis, but I haven't had the symptoms uh, since I started on this protocol. So that's a very good thing too. Uh, you know, that's a very good thing. Absolutely. Many patients get put on pretty heavy-duty pharmaceuticals for uh, for uh, the kind of cardiac issues that you had, you know, tachycardia. Yes. Right? Um, I believe it was uh, supraventricular. That's correct. Right? That's exactly the what it was. Yeah. Yes. And um, I also, well, I... For like three years before treatment, I was not having a normal heartbeat because you don't always feel the tachycardia, but my primary care sent me to a cardiologist 
we put on a monitor and that's how we found it because a regular EKG is not going to show the tachycardia per se, but mm -hmm. it will show an irregular heartbeat. So I, the, the cardiologist didn't feel that I needed to be treated for the tachycardia at that time, unless it got worse. But at the same time, I was started the protocol and it has, it, it, it's pretty much left. Every once in a while, I'll get a little flutter, but it doesn't develop into anything. Whereas, and and now my heartbeat is normal. So I've had, I think, two normal EKGs over the last two years, and they come back normal, like a normal heartbeat. So that you know, that's a wonderful thing too. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. So that's 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 huge. Now, your ocular migraines are much better, you said, right? Are they gone? I only had one and I haven't had another. So I'm going to say they're gone. Nice. Yes. Let's say they're gone. And um, also, I, I believe we added vitamin C to our protocol, which helps with that, with migraines, I believe, in general. So... Any little residual headaches seem to be gone as well since we added the vitamin C. I rarely get a headache, Good. rarely uh, experience a headache anymore, which is really, really an excellent thing because I live with them on a daily basis to some degree. And I thought, of course, at the time it was mostly sinus, but mm -hmm. I think it was a, a combination of many things that caused the headaches. You know, I, I like how you put that, that it is, it was a combination of many things yes. that led to the headaches, because usually, you know, when you look for symptom relief, oh, it's a headache, you know, let me pop some pills, right. but it just keep, comes right back the next day. You need to address right. the root cause, which is what we did. Which is what you did. And the, the vitamin C sealed the deal, so to speak. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. How about um, you had uh, cracked lips, dry mouth, feeling parched? Yes. Yes. So that also has cleared up. Um, I was diagnosed with um, the Sjogren's. Yes. Which is famous for dry eyes, dry mouth, um, and so on. Um any any body part that has a mucous membrane or near mucous membranes is going to feel dryness. Mm -hmm. um, so some of that has been alleviated too. Uh, sometimes in the winter when it's really dry, I, I still will get a little dryness and chapped lips. But for the most part, um, the dryness has subsided. I still do take eye drops though. That Mm -hmm. is probably one of the things that's going to be on the tail end of leaving also through treatment. But the, the dry mouth, I mean, my dentist even said that looks better because um, she's always watching after my gums as she should. And and it's it's serious business. I mean, because you can have dental decay from dry mouth. People may not realize that, but we need our teeth. So um, yeah, we want to be keep our, our oral hygiene as best as possible. And um, my my dentist has seen improvement in my mouth. 
So Maria, that actually brings me to something that you had mentioned and that was um, absolutely fantastic at, at your last appointment was the, the recent incident where your husband had the flu. Yes. So we had discussed about me getting the flu shot or not getting the flu shot. And we decided that we were going to work with the herbals. So you introduced me to two different herbals that I would use um, through the flu season. So we started in the fall and we would finish through March or April. March, at the end of March, you stop. My husband had the flu shot, came down with the flu oh, six, eight weeks after the flu shot. And he was very ill through the night. And I was obviously with him, exposed to him because it came on suddenly as flus do. And um, I did not have the flu. I did not catch the flu, even though we were in the same bedroom. We had to use the same bathroom. Of course, we cleaned up the bathroom after he got sick. And he was sick for, you know, very bad symptoms for 24 hours feeling sick for three days and then heavy duty fatigue up to seven days. So I, uh, I avoided all of that through taking um, tinctures that were directly for flu and virus control. That just, that is just, you know, blows my mind completely. I'm so happy to hear that. I'm sure other people will be happy to hear that as well, that your, your immune system for someone being diagnosed with a couple autoimmune conditions. Yes. That your immune system is under control. It uh, not only under control, but robust. Yes. At this point. And better. Yes. 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 So, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's very heartwarming that you were able to share your um, journey with people today and I know it's going to bring a lot of hope to many out there listening, you know, with the chronic conditions, with chronic fatigue, with headaches, with Lyme disease, with mold exposure, you know, and knowing that it is uh, entirely possible to recover with a plant-based protocol without any drugs. And without side effects that drugs can cause. Yes. So, yes. Very well said. Yes. Yeah. That's an important point as well. Yes. Good, 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 good. Well, you know, I don't want to keep you too long. Today is uh, Saturday, you know, albeit a, a rainy and bloody Saturday. Yes. <laughs> but, but, you know, um, I hope you have a wonderful weekend ahead. And thanks so much for joining me today for today's podcast. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of today's podcast. I hope it was insightful for those watching. Remember to, uh, remember to subscribe to the podcast. That's very helpful. And keep smiling. I will see you at the next BioNexus Health Podcast. Until then, goodbye and namaste. Thank you for joining Master Herbalist Dr. Jody A. Dashaw, Director of the BioNexus Health Clinic and BioNexus Herbals, on the BioNexus Health Podcast, 
where we explore and share information and stories about recovering and healing from chronic and environmental illnesses such as mold biotoxin illness, Lyme disease, autism spectrum disorder, fatigue, Crohn's and colitis, mast cell activation syndrome, PANS, and more. Please help us grow our message by subscribing to our podcast channel and sharing the podcast on your social networks. For more information visit bionexushealth.com. Information within this video, audio, or text, collectively known as the podcast, has not been reviewed by the FDA. Nothing within the podcast is intended as or should be construed as medical advice. Information is for general informational and educational purposes only. Consumers of the podcast should consult with their healthcare practitioners for medical recommendations. Seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider. Do not disregard the advice of a healthcare provider based on any information from the podcast. The information within the podcast may contain information concerning dietary supplements or over-the-counter products that are not drugs. Our dietary supplement products are not intended for use as a means to cure, treat, prevent, diagnose, or mitigate any disease or other medical or abnormal condition.